TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. And a good Monday morning to you from the 1010 Wins Newsroom. I'm Lee Harris. In the field for us this morning, John Montone and Roger Stern. First, we go to South Jamaica, Queens. There was a vigil last night on a basketball court there, the same basketball court where a 14-year-old was shot and killed the night before. John Montone is live at that court this morning. John? And this was uh, a kid, uh, Amir Griffin, who had really big dreams, hoop dreams. He was always uh, playing basketball. He lived in the Baisley Park houses, but that uh, that court lit up on a Saturday night was his home while he was shooting hoops. Uh, some other guys, uh, not quite as uh, good as Amir, nowhere near as good as Amir, uh, were shooting off guns. One of the bullets traveled about a hundred yards of football field uh, through the night, uh, through the darkened uh, night, and uh, struck Amir in the neck, cut him down. He died almost instantly. Um, and Roger Stern, who was with me this morning, caught up with his uh, aunt, Akiba, yesterday. Everyone loved him. He would help his neighbors in the building, you know, take their groceries upstairs when the elevator wasn't working. Just pick it up. Yeah, we also talked to his basketball coach at uh, Cardozo High who said Amir was always working, working, working on his game. And unfortunately, that put him on the court uh, Saturday night. And now all of that potential uh, is just gone. Uh, if, If you're listening now, if you know anything about this, uh, anybody you think may have had something to do with this, you can call the Police Crime Stoppers. That's 1-800-577-TIPS. Police have been talking to one guy uh, about this to see what he knows, and later on this morning uh, we'll have video of a couple of other guys up at 1010wins.com. All right, so there's no way Amir was the target here, right? No, no, not at all. These uh, the shots were fired, uh, you know, 300 feet away. Uh, apparently, some guys, maybe gang members, police have speculated, but we just don't know at this time. No, he was, in the true sense of the word, uh, uh, an innocent victim of this. John Montone, live in South Jamaica this morning. There's been another shoving incident in the subway, this one in Brooklyn. Let's go to Crown Heights now and Roger Stern. What happened in this incident, Roger? Yeah, Lee, you had a 28-year-old woman. It was Saturday night. She was waiting for number five train to Manhattan, minding her own business. When someone comes up from behind, he shoves her and she goes forward onto the tracks. Now, the good news is there was no train coming at that point. She managed to get back onto the platform She did suffer minor injuries and went to the hospital. She did not see who pushed her, and at this point, uh, police don't have a suspect. 
But certainly this is unnerving to people uh, who ride the subways. We spoke to Calvin this morning. Now that you tell me that, I, I'm, I'm going to be on point. You're going to be more careful. Of course. Now this happened just days after another shoving incident in the uh, subway. A, uh, another woman was shoved into a parked subway train. This happened uh, in the uh, Fort Greene section of Brooklyn. You know, as a regular rider of the subway, I've actually seen people standing right up at the edge. And if I think they're from out of town, sometimes I'll even give them the tip of uh, you might want to move back. And, you know, I don't get into details, but it's pretty obvious why you don't want to be that close. Yeah, no, that's that's certainly good advice. Um, I wouldn't want to be that close in case I trip or fall over or get dizzy, but uh, somebody pushes uh, you. There's always that danger. Yeah, yeah, which is the the new trend. Roger Stern, live from Crown Heights this morning on the All Local. At a hair salon in Brownsville, Brooklyn on Friday, Dwayne Hawks asked to use the bathroom when he was told no. Police say Hawks just urinated on the floor of the salon. As police were trying to arrest him for doing this, he fought back, and they say that's when 33-year-old Kwesi Ashun came into the salon and hit Officer Leslie LaFontant over the head with a metal chair. Officer LaFontant shot and killed Ashun. The officer is conscious now after coming out of a medically induced coma. Dwayne Hawks, the guy who urinated on the floor, was released without bail. Captain LaTanya Brown of the Department of Corrections is being sued by a couple of her subordinates. The Daily News reports they're accusing her of screaming at them, belittling them, and harassing them on a daily basis. One claims Brown told her to commit suicide, created a hostile work environment, and made sexually explicit comments and unwelcome comments as they were trying to guard inmates in the Manhattan Detention Complex, a.k.a. the Tombs. The city law department responded the city takes these claims seriously and doesn't tolerate the type of conduct that's alleged, adding they're in the process of answering the complaints. Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams himself, a former cop, says at least one cop may have gone too far in dealing with a melee at the J Street Metro Tech station on Friday afternoon. NYPD says several of the teenagers involved in a brawl resisted arrest and one even punched a cop. This was not caught on video, but there is video of a cop punching one teenager and taking a swing at another. Five people were arrested. They're charged with resisting and assault on a police officer. Adams says, though, it appears one officer escalated the situation. To me, he went beyond the call of duty. You're not in a boxing match. That is not the goal. And what I saw in that video is clearly outside of any training that I ever received in the police department. And he wants that officer placed on modified assignment pending an investigation. Mayor de Blasio apparently wanted to make sure his son Dante was safe when he sent him up to Yale. So sources tell the Daily News the mayor sent an NYPD security detail up to New Haven with Dante at least seven or eight times. The sources say officers also took Dante to visit his uncle, who lives near Yale, even though there was no known security risk. One former member of the detail told the paper, because it's the mayor, everyone just does it. The City Department of Investigation is reportedly looking into the mayor's use of NYPD security for his kids. But asked about this, the department said it was aware and had no further comment. A road-raging driver picked the wrong car to point a gun at. Cops say Glenn Grays cut off a car on the Belt Parkway and then pointed a forty-five at the car, which turned out to be full of undercover Brooklyn North gang detectives. Grays, 31 years old, Works for the post office. He's charged with weapons, menacing, and grand larceny. Not sure what that last charge is about. 
Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds. Visit 1010winds.com or download the Radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.